Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What is up, everybody? Tom here. We're more than a month into staying at home, and needless to say, it's been a trying time for us all. Overnight, we've changed our daily routines, and driving down the street today, it looked like a post-apocalyptic scene. It is super weird, and we're all trying to adjust to a new normal. And if you've been following me on Instagram, at Tom Bilyeu, you've probably noticed that I've been doing a lot more live interviews over there to discuss these uncertain times and how we can all come out of this stronger and healthier and even more connected than ever, because I do think it's possible. So here is one of those interviews. I hope you get as much out of it as I did. All right, take two. What is up, everybody? So uh, I just went live on the wrong account. That's what happens when you have multiple accounts. Um, my other account is a comic book account, which I am, I mean, I, hopefully most of you guys know. Um, now, why does that say Tom Bilyeu has started a live? This is meant to be Tom Bilyeu. Um, I assume this is. All right, so we're gonna be joined by Jim Quick. Uh, Jim A is a good friend, a super rad dude, a very powerful guy. He wrote this book, Limitless. Literally, if you follow me because you're trying to improve your life, uh, make sure you get this book. I'm not being paid by Jim to say this. Jim truly is a friend of mine. I really do believe in um, I think he's fucking amazing. Uh, and if you're trying to improve your memory uh, or anything along those lines, Jim is the beast of all beasts and he will be able to help you with that. Jim, what is up, dude? Hey, really fast, I have to ask, because I keep getting notifications saying that Tom Billy was now live. I just want to make sure those are coming through from my other account that I'm logged in. We are on the Tom Billy account now, right? We, we are. I actually okay. did a quick uh, wardrobe change. That so is amazing. I, I love it. I saw. <laughs> That's yeah, incredible. I saw, it. I saw it. Brother, welcome to the feed, man. Um, anybody that is a longtime follower of me knows that I always say absolutely um, positive things about you. I think you're fucking phenomenal. Um, I think you're a good human being, which that, you know, is in and of itself something that's rad. But I also think that you're an extraordinary educator. Um, your book is phenomenal. Uh, super impressed by it. Um, we did a full episode on this, guys. So if you haven't already seen that, go check it out. It's a Conversations with Tom episode. Uh, we went deep on that and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, Jim, why write this book, dude? Yeah. And people ask that after 28 years of teaching accelerated learning, memory, speed reading, focus, you know, why'd you wait so long? People maybe assume I had three or four books by now. Um, you know, I, I don't talk about this, but I got into uh, an accident and I, uh, a couple years ago, years back, and I, I almost died and just made me think what I leave behind. And uh, fundamentally, I'm a reading teacher, you know, which is interesting because my, my, for people that know my story, uh, 
you know, I had these learning challenges. Teach, teachers would have been surprised if I read a book, much less wrote a book. And, um, and I just felt like, you know, books have changed my life. I know they've changed your life. Hi, Lisa. Is that Lisa? That is Lisa. Okay. Hey. <laughs> it's good seeing you. I can't hear you. He said, it is oh. very good seeing you. You too. Miss you. Miss you too. <laughs> so excited about your book. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I, uh, that was, that was the best cameo ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually reminiscing looking at uh, superhero photos when we were uh, watching Avengers together. And, uh, you know, so that was, uh, you know, thinking about Stan Lee and uh, I kind of acknowledged him in the book. But, um, yeah, I, I wrote this book for anyone who feels like they're being held back, that they feel like um, they're not making progress or advancing and wondering why. And they're maybe self-defeating and they're questioning if they're on path. Um, and it's a manual not only for accelerated learning, but not only unlocking your learning abilities, but really unlocking your life. And this framework that I teach uh, that you're familiar with, this um, limitless model, I, I use as an explanatory schema for uh, learning faster, subjects and skills, reading, memory, focus, but also um, unlocking human potential. Because I believe the limitless resource we have on planet Earth is human potential, that there is no limit to, uh, to our creativity, or there's no limit to our imagination, there's no limit to our human determination our ability to come together. It's just, I wanted to create an owner's manual for what I believe is the most impressive technology on the planet, which is the human brain. And uh, show people, I wanted to solve this riddle when I was struggling in school, like how does my brain work so I can work my brain? You know, how does my memory work so I can work my memory? And I, I put it all in the book and it was a book initially about methods, how to do these things. And then before I hit send to send it to my publisher, I asked myself, all right, is this what I'm putting out there, you know, in the world? You know, digital stuff, you could update, but you know, this is a print book. And I was like, will, will people get the results that they're hoping for if they read this book? And my honest answer was no. And I just felt like there was something missing because a lot of people know the methods for making their life better, but only a handful of people, as you know, actually do those things. And so I realized that it, this really should be three books in one that there's that your mindset and your motivation, and I know motivation is a loaded word, so I have a very specific formula for sustainable motivation, not just getting excited or hyped up. Um, and then the methods also, but you need all three to, to be in play in order for your best self to show up. Yeah, it's interesting. When you first started talking to me about the book, um, God, it was a while ago, man. I was really hyped up on it. Um, and one, you've delivered on the hype, but the, the thing that I find so powerful about you is you get a lot of people that do motivation and you get a few people that do methods. But to be honest, I actually don't agree with you on that. A lot of people know the methods. I think if your book didn't have that, it would really be missing a trick. And, um, the more interviews that I do, and I, I won't name names, but I've had a few people in, let's be nice and vague in the last six months. I wanted to, to fucking choke some people because I can hear Lisa laughing because, uh, dude, if you can't tell people what to do, fuck off. Like people need, they need more than, like you said, motivation is a loaded word for sure because there's so much bullshit around motivation. Um, it is critical. You need that mindset. Obviously my whole life is focused on mindset, but mindset to what end? And that's what I find so interesting about, limitless is you go into all right think like this but then do this 
And that I think is, is really powerful. Um, I'm super curious to know, like, what are, what are some of the core things that people need to do and believe? Like if you were going to give me the number one belief and the number one do to begin somebody down the journey of what, what I refer to as skill acquisition, I don't know what words you'd use around that, but, um, to, to begin down that path in a way that's efficient. Yeah, you and I are very aligned in that I believe that human beings are the ultimate adaptation machines and that we're here to be able to force, you know, you know, through challenge to force positive change for the end of whatever our goals are. And who am I to say what people's goals are? You know, whatever you define as the most important, uh, you know, I tell people that the most important thing is to keep the most important thing, the most important thing, and then work backwards from there. And going back to your, you know, taking action, I, I believe we do need to be, we need to be, uh, act as a person of thought, but also think as a person of action also. And it works both ways, you know, they're very correlated together. And so, um, you know, I think that if I could install, a, you know, one belief into me as a child who was struggling and felt broken, felt like, you know, they're working really hard, still not getting the results. I would say that I, I would say that you are 100% responsible for your life in whatever form it is right now. And that's a hard pill to swallow, honestly. I hope it actually, you know, inspired by our conversations and, and the annual matrix viewings and everything, you know, taking the blue pill or the red pill, but ultimately we decide and I think that we decide whether we take responsibility for our life or are we just at the effect of everything, our expectations, experience, and everything else. And granted, that helped mold our past, but we are who we are right now and take responsibility for it, for, for good, bad, or better, and then moving forward. So I think the core mindset would be you are responsible for your life wholly, completely, uh, unapologetically. And in terms of methods for skill acquisition, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're a handful of one. I mean, I, I put reading at the top of that list because, again, and I'm, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first to prod you for your book, um, because I would be very, because I think if somebody has decades of experience, again, if they put it into a book, they get down, and then people can read that book in a handful of days, they can download decades into days. And that's a huge but, advantage for me. Uh, for me. Well, I think it's a huge advantage for everybody. I don't, I don't think anybody um, can let themselves off the hook if they're not reading. I think that's, that's really big. I want to push on that, though. Yeah. So I'm, I would say I'm no longer writing my book. And I realized that I was beginning to resent it. Oh. And because I feel like I put so much time and energy into creating the video content, and yeah. it's the same thing. Like everything yeah. I'm putting in the, in the video content is exactly what I would put into the book. And I do realize that... Uh, there are some people who will never encounter my message because I don't have a book. There's a whole ecosystem around book promotions that I'll never be on because I don't have a book. Um, I get all of that. But I, I, what you said about keep the most important thing, the most important thing, like I run the deathbed exercise, right? So I'm on my deathbed and I think, okay, what do I regret that I didn't do? And I, I really do think in terms of that, I'm going to make a lot of fuck ups. If I don't fuck up my marriage, like I'm, yeah. uh, I'm just not worried about anything like that. Like I could lose my money, lose the business. I'd be like, it wouldn't be fun, but I'm not going to be on my deathbed and be like, fuck. Should have wrote a book. But right. So with the book, I, I would look back and say, I am horrified that I didn't create stories that I would regret. Like if I don't create my matrix and have film and anime and TV shows and all that, like if I don't do that, because I know how I feel when I'm creating it, um, that I would, I would regret that. Yeah. And I have done so many things 
in my life already that are what I'll call once removed. I'm just not interested in doing another thing that's once removed. And the book is meant to facilitate the studio, but the studio is the goal. And I agreed to start looking looking into a camera and telling people how I think and act as a way to fund the studio. And so when, when the book first got brought up, I was like, oh fuck, that'd be amazing. I know that will work. It's like a perfect marketing vehicle. This is incredible. And I really, and I went out and I told people like a big thing, I always say to get that level of congruence where you said you're going to do it. So you better fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did it. I told everybody I'm writing a book, which is why people bug me about it now all the time. And then I refused to take the money though. I got offered seven figures, dude, a seven figure advance to write the book. And this was when I was about half the size that I am now. So I'm sure I could command even more. And I just kept saying, no, don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. Cause I, I, there was some part of me that was like, so I bring all this up with you saying that because I'll be interested to get your take on this. I think we're in a new era where you need to learn, mm-hmm. read YouTube videos, yep. podcast, cool, learn. Do you agree with that? Or do you think like a book is, has some sort of inherent something? Yeah, I mean, there's always, there's an opportunity cost for you putting your time, your talent, your treasure into creating a book that could be put into something that's uniquely the medium of your choice. Now, I agree, if I had, if I had your talents and uh, in terms of reaching people through entertainment, that is far more far reaching than, than the book population that people are actually gonna read a book. And so being a fan of, of, of movies and comics and other ways of expressing the, the content. And I feel like you've cracked, you have cracked the code where the part of the formula, and I, I know I alliterate letters and acronyms and everything. I love the way you can speak in sound bites. It's crazy. <laughs> but I, I, it just, it's, and I don't want it to take my, I'm challenged because I don't want it to take away from the impact. It doesn't dude. It gives people the thing that they need to remember it. It is something I don't value in myself. I cannot, I cannot, Talk about reinforcing negative things yeah. in your own mind. I cannot speak like that. I, I have tried yeah. and well, I, I, because I think it's powerful. Every, everybody but has sorry, their you, you were about to give somebody yeah, yeah. some I mean, powerful alliteration their, here. Everybody has their, 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 their style. And I'm just saying that entertainment, I mean, when you think about education, uh, it's like so far this, like here compared to entertainment. You know, the skies, the, the scale of the impact that you could have with somebody. And I, I believe empowerment is moving more towards that is that if you combine education and entertainment as you like through entertainment and education then you can really truly empower people uh to next levels because people like and especially if you could teach people how to learn and give them those distinctions and processes um without them even realizing that they're learning sometimes because think about the movies and the reason why i'm so passionate about it is comic books and movies and they, they, they shape my worldview you know, very early as a child, I would escape in those because I was in so much pain, you know, growing with learning challenges, I couldn't read, I could do these things, I would escape uh, out of being bullied or, or not doing well in school or in sports in this fantasy world. And that's where I actually, you know, I felt like it's a great model too, because I look at even now, I, I realize that unconsciously I gamify a lot of what I do. And specifically, like, I, I look at attributes of like, like if I'm playing a role-playing game back in the Dungeons and Dragons days, you have your strength and dexterity and your wisdom points and your intelligence and constitution that you're always trying to level up. And how do you level up? Through personal experience and, and mentors and going on a hero's journey and these quests where you go and you fight your, your demons and your dragons. And because of it, you, you, you get stronger. And um, 
And so I, I think it's an incredible protein shell. And, and it, it goes along with all the principles of accelerated learning, you know, using storytelling, using imagination, visualization. We know that people that read um, uh, fiction books or even watch, you know, fiction movies that they have uh, high levels of uh, EQ, meaning that when you're going through a story, you start feeling empathy through character development and through their challenges, you make distinctions in your own life. And then you could take that and, and apply it in your own, you know, reference experience. But um, but if, if I you know absent this, I mean, I would love to collaborate on a on a on a comic or something, as long as it has a brain somewhere in it. Um, you know, my my superheroes growing up were the ones like the Batman, the Iron Man's, the, uh, the Professor X's, all using the power of mind and their their discipline and their efforts to learn to learn these things. They weren't imbued with like you know powers from Krypton and mm. you know, and they had to use courage and you know in their humanity. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a psycho for that. Um, so in building the studio, I'm realizing so the language for kids today, I would say is far more animated than traditional Western storytelling. Um, so I've really I've I've clocked some hours at this point with anime, <laughs> which I did not grow up on. It was such a foreign language to me coming into it. Um, have you watched My Hero Academia? I have not yet. Oh, Jesus, dude. It is so good. So like the Matrix fills me with this intense, like, jealousy and rage combination that I didn't create it um, because I'm so moved by it and it's so impacted my life. And I am just, I'm mortified that that isn't something I created. Um, I feel that same way about My Hero Academia. It's that good. It is. It's a, it's a book it, or it's anime. Uh, well, it started as manga, but it's anime now. Um, dude, it's extraordinary. It is, it is extraordinary. I am I am fill it, filled with a uh, rage jealousy rage. cocktail. I, I love how uh, you utilize like those those forces of, of rage. You know, it's funny. I've I've been criticized for it, and the first time somebody pointed it out, I had like a sense of like uncomfortable self awareness. I was like, oh man, fuck, is there something wrong with that? And now I realize, like, I lean into that shit. What? Because he said uh, you speak in war language a lot. Like, what's that about? Like, really, <laughs> almost like looking down his nose. And I was like, oh, shit, like, is that bad? And now I'm like, dude, that's part of what gives me the energy is I, I grab onto these images that give me the chills and, like, you know, make me feel um, aggressive and strong. It, it's been very powerful in my life because I grew up very soft, very weak. Um, so I had to learn that stuff. And but you, could, you look at somebody like a Disney or you look at somebody, you know, like creator, like Avengers, all that, and you get, you, you get inspired, but you also get, like, this – this rage of, wow, I wish I would have some of, yeah, yeah. There are some that I, I get a real sense of, and, and I'm joking. Um, but there, so I think, you know, this, uh, but for anybody watching my first move, when I first started impact theory, truly the, the seed of this company is the studio. The seed of this company was not to, um, yeah. create social content. So I went out to Warner brothers and I tried to get the rights to the matrix. And I had some pretty high level meetings and um, obviously they didn't go anywhere, but it was like, I sincerely wanted to be able to create stories in that universe. It's so powerful. Um, so has shaped the way that I think about the world that, yeah, I, I really, really, really have an ache that like they're making another sequel and I'm not a part of it like that. Um, but that kind of stuff drives me. Right. So it's like, yeah. what a missed opportunity. I'm super sad. I wanted to be the creative force behind it. Uh, I'm not. So I'll have to create my own. Like if you know the story of George Lucas, so he didn't want to create star Wars. He wanted to license flash Gordon and they wouldn't license 
license it to him. So he said, well, I guess I'll have to create my own space opera. Um, and he created it. And I, obviously I, I, ends I, I, up fucking you. taking I, over the world. I, I feel that sometimes around, I try to, I, I, sometimes I see myself trying to check myself, but then should I really, like when I look at the, the education system, you know, like I, it's set up where I just, I went through it and my, my unconscious understanding was like, hey, if you're the 10% gets A's, 10% get B's and like, like I'm failing because I'm not one of those 20%. And, and I get, I, I, but I learned these skills of, of reading and memory and speed, you know, like all the study skills. What, talk to me, talk to me about some of those skills, dude. Yeah. So how the fuck do you read without sub vocalization? Yeah. I, I, dude, 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 yeah, absolutely. And some people love, I, I, and again, I love Audible. And the biggest question we're getting right now is, Jim, when are you, when are you putting this book on, on Audible? <laughs> and that's when are like, you putting the book on Audible? It'll, um, I won't say no. <laughs> are you going to um, read wanted, it? I wanted, I, wanted to, I, wanted to, I wanted this form, in my, my form of my art, to come out in as book first uh, uh, a, a, a book, you know, an, an actual print or, or digital book. And uh, because I feel like, uh, you know, I say this, but I think reading is to your mind what exercises your body. And, and Audible is amazing. I listen to Audible. I listen to podcasts all the time. And, I, and, I, and it, it's coming. It'll come, it'll come out. It'll come out this, this year because people are asking for it. And I understand that's how people consume information. And so I want to be able to, I want to be there for people that prefer to listen to things rather than sit down and read. Because you can also be doing so many different things, uh, you know, while you're listening to something. You can be working out, you can be cleaning your house, you can be driving, you know, to, to something. And so mm -hmm. I, 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 I agree. Like, I, I just got, got upset about the school system, like kind of like that same level of, of, of intensity or age. But, you know, it was like I struggled for 15 years, like every single day feeling I wasn't enough because I was going through the system. And I felt like I was disappointing my parents, disappointing the teachers, everything. And it's just not my way of, of learning. And now part of what I initially got, and I, I have to admit, the impetus for me teaching this was I was upset. And I was actually really, really infuriated that I, I struggled and suffered uh, all that time when there were simple things I could have done that wasn't taught to me. Because I was not like I was lazy, right? I was working harder than most, most of my friends and people. But I just felt like, so, so I, I wanted to, I started these programs and teaching because I wanted just to fill in the gaps of our school system because they teach us what to learn and what to study and what to read and what to focus on, but not what to think, but not how to do those things. And that's, that's primarily the reason. So I, I can see the value. I still have to reconcile it though, you know, cause I don't like the feeling in, in my body. We talked about this on your, in your conversations about like martial arts, how I gravitated, gravitated more to like the, the, the Aikido used energy and move it around as more soft than six months of Krav Maga where I was just raging and just like destroy everything. It's just like the, the, the feeling. So I, I have to, that's something I need to introspect about and, and, and get some more clarity on myself. How do you introspect? Yeah. So a, a big part of, it's interesting because using the, the three frameworks, mindset, motivation, and methods, I feel like if there is a gap and you're not making progress, you feel like you're in a box, then you have to unlimit and, and surpass some kind of constraint that we have in these areas. And my formula for motivation, as I talked about in your show, is for sustainable motivation, which is different than getting hyped up or something like a warm bath that you have to heat up all the time, is is purpose, energy, and small, small, simple steps. And your purpose could come from that in that, that emotional reservoir of, of rage, or it could come through your passion, it could come through whatever, whatever you're feeling. 
And I think that feeling is important because I know a lot of people who want to motivate themselves just in their mind, but, I, but if there's no feeling, content, emotional content like, like Bruce Lee talks about, um, I have to recommend also this documentary, uh, I Am Bruce Lee. Uh, I'll mention that again to put on your, on your list of things to watch. Uh, during uh, your cocooning, but um, in fact, I'm, I'm going to put that down because oh, yeah. so my phone is I, being I, used. I, I, I'm, I'm Bruce Lee. It's, and he talks about emotional content, and I feel like that if someone's not working out or they're not learning every day, they're just not. They might know all the reasons why they should do these things, but they don't feel it, and they don't allow themselves to feel the rewards that come from it, or they don't allow themselves to feel the consequences of just of giving, you know, of giving up or, or putting things off. And I, and so I think that is the purpose element, and, you know, and also that purpose gives you energy. I think a lot of motivation is kind of energy management in a way. It's like you have to, if, if you're not motivated, check in with your purpose, the feeling and the emotions that fuel you to do these things, the hard things, you know, when it's difficult, when you haven't been sleeping, when the economy is, you know, turned upside down, when people aren't supporting you, you need to come back to that, that start with why that Simon Sinek talks about, and then give yourself you know, physiological, you know, cognitive energy, you know, been through sleep and stress management and not being, you know, not buying into other people's expectations, energy vampires are stealing. And then also part of it is small, simple steps, you know, because I think a lot of people, you could dream big and that could be your purpose, but I think a lot of people could dream big, but they don't act in like locally. Like, what can I do right now to move this forward? Like, are, are the things I'm doing pulling me closer to my out? And again, everything is beginning with the end in mind. And I create that phrase that's like, a, what is that? Like Dr. Stephen Covey and even probably hundreds of years before that, somebody else. But I would say that if, you're, if we're not consistently, we keep the end goal in mind. And it's great that you could do that deathbed kind of check-in or that rocking chair check-in or your eulogy check-in to say like, hey, this is my champagne moment. If I'm going to be celebrating the end of my life, you know, like what happened and then work backwards from there. And including at the end of the day, if you're going to micro it, just, you know, break it down into something that you can wrap your head around. It's just like, hey, what are the three things that I'll be selling? Like if, if, you know, if somebody asked me, like, how your, how's your day at the end of the night? Just like, oh, it was awesome. Like what had to happen in order for you to feel that way? And it is probably not for a lot of people just binge watching. And that's no judgment. If people want to do that by choice, like who am I to say? Like, you know, to eat whatever you want to eat, watch what you want to watch, but just add, be conscious of it. You know, don't do it out of just default. You, um, so a bunch of people are saying, what's the name of the documentary? So you said, I am Bruce Lee. What was the other one you were going to say? No, that was, that was the one. It was, it was I, I, I am Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. And then, um, you know, some people say The Matrix is a documentary. I, I have a shirt to that effect. <laughs> I, know, I know you do. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'd be interested in collaborating maybe on a on a on a on a, on a character or a, a book or like a, like a limitless. Well, I think they did a limitless movie already, so I don't think I could. The, the title might be taken, but I'm yeah. sure we could touch new ground. And and then I also want to say that that I know that before we went on live that that you agreed to for me to interview you next week, and so uh, like I I break I I'm filtering everything right now through these these three buckets, mindset, motivation, and methods. And I feel like that, again, if we're not, if we feel like we're stuck in a box in a relationship or in, a, in our career or in our physical health, we have to check in because you can learn the methods, but then in your mindset, it says it's not possible, or I don't deserve it, or I'm not capable of it. Or you could have the mindset and the methods, but not have the motivation or fuel. Or you could have the mindset and the motivation where you believe everything is possible and you deserve it, you're capable of it, and you have drive, you have energy, you have, but you don't have the methods, you know, or you're using old methods of, you know, like what they're doing in the 
in what they were doing in the comic book industry or, or old methods of starting a business or old methods of investing or old methods of learning, you know, or eating or, or whatever it is, not based on, on the latest things that are going to yield the greatest results. But I, I know next week I'm going to do something kind of spontaneous, I decided today, called Limitless Together. Because people ask, I've been getting this question on social media a lot saying, how do you become limitless in a limited world? People feel like they're limited with resources, everything that's going on. And my, my simple answer is we do it together. Meaning that, you know, the, the, the impact theory community, uh, you know, impactivists, you know, your impact theory uh, university, right? You do this and you're sharing knowledge, but then people are sharing knowledge with each other. You're bringing faculty, we're all, we're all in. I mean, never before have we had this kind of same shared experience on a planetary level. And uh, so what I'm going to do next week is I'm just going to a handful of friends who are experts. Like I, I have to interview about you about mindset, you know, and put it into our podcast. So next week, 20 minutes with you. That's, that's what I, what I, what I'm asking for. And I actually just created a, just literally a site for this limitlessbook.com is the site for the book limitlessbook.com forward slash together. Um, if you go there and I'll make it free, just like with the book, I donate hundred percent of the proceeds to, uh, you know, we donate over $25,000 to pencils of promise right now already. We've done over $5,000 of book proceeds to Alzheimer's research for women specifically with, through Maria Shriver. So organization, because uh, in honor of my grandmother, if you don't know this, but just on, on a side note, um, what motivates me is I, I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's when I was going through his learning challenges, but women, uh, are twice as likely to experience Alzheimer's than men. And, oh. uh, and, and I think we need to look into like why that's the case and, and, and treatments and stuff. So, um, but going back to the, the, the passion of this limitlessbook.com forward slash together, um, this is an opportunity where you could sign up for it. I'll, I'll literally just send you an invitation, everybody. And there's no, nothing to be sold here or anything where I get to just have a conversation with people like yourself around, because again, people could have the motivation and, and the, you have a very unique mindset. You know, and, and mindset I'm defining as assumptions and attitudes about the world or entrepreneurship or, or, or creating impact or your mindset or, or about yourself, you know, your assumptions and attitudes about yourself. Um, and so I want to go deep with you in that next week. So I, I encourage all of my community that's watching this to follow Tom and also get ready next week because I want to honor you've interviewed me on so many shows, <laughs> you know, in your studio. And I would like to actually turn, I would like to turn this around and, and have a conversation with you. And I've talked to you privately about this, but I was like, damn, I really wish I was recording this because, um, you know, and so anyway. I love it, dude. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. Look, man, I've kept you five minutes over what yeah. you asked me to be the hard stop. So my apologies, but, uh, when you're, you're dropping stuff that I think people can use, I can't help myself. So uh, thank you, dude. Always yes, rad to connect. Everybody, look, Limitless, the book, get it, get it, yes. get it. I'm thank telling you, everybody you right now. Th thank you, everyone, also, who's been saying that they have the book because... Yeah, I saw a lot know, of that go by. You, you know, because they collectively, they made a New York Times bestselling book, number one on the Wall Street Journal. journal. You know, Congratulations, man. It's, it's like, this is, this is the, this is the time. Like right now, you know, when it, when a, when a caterpillar feels like it's the end of the world, it, it becomes that butterfly. And I'll leave everybody with this idea that I put in the book, that life is the C between B and D. B is birth, D is death, C is choice. Happiness, choice. You know, your life is of choices. And so thank you everybody for tuning in. And, uh, and I look forward to turning this, the, uh, the lens on you next week and interview you. And again, limitlessbook.com forward slash together. Let's do it. All right, Thank brother. Thanks again. Peace out, everybody. Until next time, be legendary. Later.